Welcome to another In the Telling Scrapisode, segments that are too good to be left on the cutting room floor. In this Scrapisode, Warren Workman, founder of the Utah Film Festival and Utah Film Awards, explains the problems with the cap on the Utah Film Incentive and how it hamstrings the Utah film industry. This Scrapisode is sponsored by Anthony Buck. Anthony Buck has been teaching people to sing with greater ease and strength and more beautiful tone for over 10 years. His students successfully sing musical theater, pop, classical, and even rock music. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Right now, it's strictly the business. We're not short on any of the creative side at all. We're not even short on the producer side at all. We have a lot of people who understand the structure of making a film and how to make that happen. We have great locations that are very accommodating that let us come in and film all sorts of different programming. Uh, they're compensated, which is important, but that comes down to the business side of it. The business side of it being that we have to have the infrastructure in place from our local businesses and local government, and that comes down to the film incentive again. Every line producer, before they go into a state to even do location scout, looks for any type of incentive that's provided by that state, whether it's Utah, Ohio, California, wherever. And if that's not part of that plan, they, that's a line item they have to check off and say, okay, well, they don't have it. Let's see who has all the same resources, but also has that incentive program. And for me, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer. One of the things that Utah has got to do is get rid of this cap on film production here. Because here's how the film incentive works. I'm Mr. Joe, uh, GQ producer. I come into Utah and I say, I'm going to spend $1 million in the state. Great. I spend that, I find, fill out an application and get approved by the state that I'm going to spend this much money. And they say, once you have spent that money and it's gone through accounting and it's been, all the taxes have been accounted for, and we know that you've spent all that taxable money, we're going to give you a portion of what you spent in taxes back. So I've spent, say, for just for a round number, I spent a million dollars worth in taxes. Well, then they say, great, you're going to go ahead and get 12%. taxes. So like sales tax, income tax, sales tax, income tax. This is not buying goods. This is the tax portion of those goods. So that money that has now been spent in the state, I'm going to spend a million dollars in that. I'm only going to get from that 12% back. But I know I'm going to get 12% of the taxes that I've spent back to me. Great. I can now take that number and apply that to my budget. Now, from a political end stance, I can say, well, wait a minute. Does that mean that I don't have to pay them unless they paid us first? Correct. <laughs> it's like, it literally is a never stopping well of money coming in that they don't have to do anything for. Even the accountant, whose job it is to account for everything, is hired by the production company and not the state. The state has nothing to lose at all and everything to gain. If we bring in more film productions from outside the state or even inside the state, what that takes care of is not just paying for the people who are working on the film that are being hired. That's great. But we're also getting every single restaurant that got hired to feed that crew is getting paid. Every single location that's getting a rental fee is getting paid because now we have to be there. Every single bit of gas that we have to spend to work in the state, and I know because I work in transportation and locations, we spend a lot of money in transportation. Someone's getting paid here in the state. That's, that's tax dollars there. We're supporting the local businesses. We're not shopping out of state. We're buying local goods. And we're doing that all to stimulate Utah's economy 
because we decided this was the place we needed to come to make the film instead of going to New Mexico or Arizona or Texas or Canada. And because we chose Utah, Utah is getting all that money, which they are not out. Now, here's the thing. If the incentive is not there, not accessible to the filmmakers, they go somewhere else. What's 12% of zero? Zero, right? What's 12% of a million dollars? I'm not a mathematician, but it's more than zero, <laughs> right? Math is never my strong suit. But you can make, you don't make money unless you're saying, willing to say, I am willing to give X amount of that back to you as an incentive for you to come and use Utah as a place to film. If they don't come, there is no money. If they have the incentive, they get 88% of that tax revenue. The state keeps 88% of that tax revenue. This just doesn't seem like, like it should even be a question. Why there's a cap? It's like saying, I don't want any more money. Yeah, so explain the cap specifically. So the cap says we can only have about, I think it's $26 million in taxable revenue that we can refund. That sounds stupid. That's like going up to McDonald's and saying, sorry, we're out of uh, hamburgers and fries to sell you because we reached our cap of how much we can sell today. It's like, no, if you run out of product, you go get more product, <laughs> you know? If we, we don't want to put a cap on what we can give to filmmakers to shoot here because we've said, sorry, we can't give any more of you guys' money back because we don't want any more. It doesn't make any sense. It's like we are a capitalistic state. We're one of the fastest growing states in, in the country because we are not stupid when it comes to our economy. But this is a pretty stupid thing. <laughs> Take off the cap. We make more money. Everyone works more. We have a more third, uh, thriving film industry and tourism and business industry because we got rid of that stupid cap and I don't know why it's even there. This doesn't make sense. I, I agree with you. I <laughs> I was watching the last legislative session to see if that would get fixed at all because didn't we lose some some valuable productions because we lost that cap a lot. is capped we lost out? A lot. HBO was a no go. Uh, we had a lot of other big studios that passed on Utah strictly because. The cap's not there. I mean, because the cap is isn't there, the resources are not there. They say, okay, fine, we'll go somewhere else. Utah has everything we need, and everything that we don't have, they bring in from out of state. No big deal. Like Yellowstone, majority of their crew is not from Utah, but they spend a lot of money in Utah. So they haven't tapped out our infrastructure as far as a crew base goes. There's still, you know, other than crafting and catering, uh, there is, there's no shortage of crew members in the state. And any time there is, they just bring them in for outside anyway. Well, because we have that cap, we're really limiting the amount of work we're allowing in Utah. And I think that's a foolish move by our legislature. Once that is corrected, I think Utah will become the new Hollywood. I mean, we are, we're a little Hollywood already. We're salty with it, some people call us, right? <laughs> but we, we have so many productions that happen here in the state because we're so film friendly that people want to film here. They just have to be given every reason to film here. Because because they'll find every reason somewhere. They will. They'll find a reason somewhere to film. Because they have a movie that's going to be made, one way or the other. And if we're not ready to receive them, we've lost out on that revenue. Thank you for listening to this In the Telling Scrap episode, sponsored by vocal teacher Anthony Buck. Email atb at anthonythomasbuck.com to schedule a lesson today. Let Anthony help you meet your singing goals. 